Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Portland, Oregon to Nampa, Idaho, and from Seattle, Washington to wherever it is that you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider number 200. Yes, the 200th episode of the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Lowry, and on tonight's program, we're going to have the opportunity to talk to Andy Derrick, Seattle Pacific head women's rowing coach, about the inaugural women's rowing season in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Also, Aldeberto Diaz from the Northwest Nazarene men's basketball team will join us. The Nighthawks have punched their ticket into the GNAC championships, and he's a big reason why. Paige Johnson from the Concordia women's track and field team is going to join us. Concordia had a tremendous weekend at the GNAC Indoor Championships, and Paige had an unbelievable weekend on her own. We'll talk about both of those accomplishments coming up. But leading off show number 200, somebody who's a dear friend of mine, uh, I've known him for years, and I can't be happier to be telling you about this. Blake Tim is his name. Blake, of course, is the GNAC Assistant Commissioner for Communications, but it was just announced this week that, Blake, you're going to be one of six people inducted into the COSIDA, that's the College Sports Information Directors of America Hall of Fame. That's going to happen at the 2020 COSIDA Convention down there in Las Vegas in June. Blake, this is a well-deserved award. How did you find out that you have been inducted or are going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, thank you very much, Rob. I found out about a couple weeks ago, was notified by COSIDA, and uh, and even back then I was uh, pretty pretty taken aback and uh, uh, kind of at a loss for words to describe this kind of honor. And then when it, when it became official and public uh, yesterday, it was uh yeah, you know, the same thing all over again. I'm, I'm just, I'm extremely humbled and uh, honored to have been selected for that kind of uh, uh, Hall of Fame induction by people that I consider uh, friends and uh, fellow colleagues and people that I've looked up to uh, throughout my career. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty uh, great honor. Well, and you have earned it. For 16 years as the sports information director, first at your alma mater, Pacific University, down there in Forest Grove, Oregon. Five years now with the Great Northwest Athletic Conference as well. What does this award say not only about your work ethic, but does this reflect as well on positively on both the GNAC and Pacific University, too, for, for what you've learned at both of those places? Oh, uh, absolutely, Rob. Uh, my my years at Pacific there, there's something special about being able to work at your alma mater, uh, like I was able to do for 16 years. And uh, I think, uh, first of all, it's a testament to uh, what I learned there as an undergraduate and for the uh, mentoring I received from people within the athletic department and what we were able to accomplish with uh, our coaching staff and the, and the over 600 student athletes that I worked with there by the time uh, I left Pacific and came to the GNAC. 
And uh, whenever you change a situation, you learn new things. And, uh, you know, I, you know, Dave Hagler, our commissioner, he is a former SIV himself, and he has continued to help mentor me uh, as I worked for the GNAC. And uh, I, I think we've been able to do some some new and great things uh, in terms of being able to promote the student athletes. And, and you learn that by going to conventions. You learn that from uh, I've learned it from my other colleagues in in the conference who uh, have shown me new and different ways to do things. And I think it's helped raise the entire level of the conference as a whole. Uh, through what we've been able to do, uh, just communicating, getting the word out about these great student athletes. And during your time in the profession, not only have you honed your craft, you have actually had to hone your craft in a whole different way because in the time you have been serving in these capacities, you have seen the emergence of social media. You've seen the emergence of all kinds of electronic communications vehicles, including just like we're tonight here on GNAC Insider. And you've had to adapt and, and make those kind of new systems work for you as well. Isn't that true? Absolutely. I remember uh, in 2001, uh, Pacific University's men's basketball team uh, made the uh, NCAA Division Three national tournament. And I found out by getting a phone call from a colleague uh, because, to be honest, I wasn't paying attention because we all thought the season was over. We didn't think we had a chance of making the postseason. So it was a phone call and then a phone call to uh, Ken Schumann, the men's basketball coach, and then suddenly he was getting into the office quick because I had to release the, to not only type up but then print out and fax. And now that's all instantaneous. We have selection shows that the NCAA does that are online. They're, uh, they're instantly available. Uh, if you're not watching the show, you're, we're, we're tweeting out the information. Um, really, computers, video, social media has uh, completely changed the job of uh, what anybody in athletic communications does from 21 years ago when I started to now. And really, it's changing every day. So we're always trying to stay on top of, uh, of what's new and, uh, and, and trying to – it's. Yeah, sometimes it's, you want to slow the merry-go-round down a little bit, but you, you know it's not, so you just hang on and enjoy the ride and uh, keep learning new things. <laughs> well, that's very true. Now, inquiring minds have one final question for you. How much juice do you think your, your nomination got? Because you're probably the best, uh, best sports information director in America in performing the national anthem. <laughs> Uh, it, it got mentioned in one or two letters, but uh, you know, I'll be honest, it's something that uh, I get a good ripping about from uh, uh, a, lot, a lot of my friends because sometimes uh, it, it's not so much, you know, I, I go and meet people and tell them I'm the assistant commissioner for the, the GNAC, and it's not, and it's not so much the, uh, oh, you're the guy who does the press releases and the tweets and everything. It's like, oh, you're the guy who sings the anthems at the championship. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's it, it, it if I have to be known for something, uh, I'll gladly be known for that. Well, it's good-natured ribbing because you really do have a tremendous singing voice. You do a tremendous job uh, for the GNAC, and uh, you deserve this Hall of Fame in the Cosida ranks. And, Blake, enjoy it. Uh, it's going to be uh, something you'll never forget, but I'm not so sure it'll sink in until after the induction ceremony in June, and, and then you can s sit back and take that deep sigh and think, wow, it, this, this really is a big honor. So congratulations from me. Congratulations from all your friends all across the country. And uh, I look forward to hooking up with you next week at the GNAC tournament. 
Thank you so much, Rob, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you very, very much. That's Blake, Tim, new one of the new Hall of Fame inductees for the College Sports Information Directors of America Association, the COSIDA, and he'll be honored in June within that Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Well, we're going to switch gears now as we bring aboard Paige Johnson from Concordia, the women's track and field team there. The Cavs won their first ever GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championship title last week in Nampa. Paige, thanks for joining us tonight. And boy, when you were able now to, to sit back with a couple of days in the rearview mirror and reflect on that championship, that was a tremendous weekend for the Cavs. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm beyond excited to see what everyone did this weekend, and I just can't wait to get outdoors. Well, let's talk about you specifically. The Cavs, the, the team of the week in the GNAC for winning that title, and you were a big part of it. You earned 35 points for the Cavs to lead them to the team victory. That is the second most points earned by an individual woman in meet history. You won the high jump. You went five, five and a three quarters. You won the 60 meters in 7.52 seconds. You won the 60 meter hurdles in 8.5 five seconds as well 60 meter time 7.52 did you have any inclination that you were going to be that successful individually going into the meet I honestly went in with a little bit of a lower expectations and um, I did have pretty good time set that I wanted to run but I definitely exceeded those expectations when did you realize that you were having really a tremendous meet. Um, I would say after my first day on uh, Friday, so I had a pretty big PR in long jump, but I still know that I, I can do a little bit better over there. But um, starting the day off on Saturday with high jump with a PR with, um, with a teammate of mine was really cool. So it was a good, it was good from the beginning. Your winning time of, as we mentioned, 7.52 in the 60 meters, that eclipsed both the meet and the conference records and earned you the Women's Performance of the Meet Award as well. When you ran the 60, was there a point in the race where you realized this was going to be a tremendous time? I think as soon as I stepped out of the box, because I've kind of been struggling in that area a little bit, and it just felt really good as soon as I got out, and I think since then I knew it was going to be a good race. What's the key to getting out of the blocks quick? Patience in the sense of practicing, but um, I think just mental preparation and really tuning in on the race. Okay. When you talk about mental preparation, what what is your thought process for uh, for a 60 meters? Just mainly to focus on prepare for the race itself, like what I need to do throughout, but also focusing on the gun going off and make sure that I don't foster and I can just push out as fast as I can and not hesitate and waste any time in there. I have heard track coaches say in the past that the starting gun, there's two points to the starting gun, the beginning of the sound and the end of the sound. And you want to be going at the beginning of the sound. Do you do you look at it that way? And I mean, I know, I know we're talking about fractions of fractions of fractions of a second, but really in these short races, 
those those fractions of a second of a second really can be the difference between first and fourth. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that at the beginning of my indoor season, I was kind of hesitant and waiting until the end of the noise. And I've even watched film of me taking off after the noise has completed of the gun going off. But definitely over the weekend, I think I was able to get it at the beginning of the noise. Okay. 60 meters and 60 meter hurdles. People look at that and say, well, that's kind of the same race. You're just jumping in one and the other one you're not. How much different are they really for someone who competes in both of them? I think that it it is different for a few different reasons. Um, I actually start with different block settings in both races. So it is kind of a, a total different practice for preparing for both of them. But once you're, you're starting on your race. You're not even thinking about getting over the hurdle and getting down. It's just run. <laughs> yeah. Paige Johnson from the Concordia women's track and field team is joining us. Concordia won its first ever GNAC indoor track and field championship title last week in Nampa. And as we mentioned just a moment ago, uh, Paige was the, had the women's performance of the meet award. I don't want to. I don't want to look past this as well. You also ran the third leg for the Cavs in your four by four hundred meter relay team. It finished fourth, but it gave you enough points where it sealed the team's victory. When you were getting prepared for that four by four, was there a thought among the team that hey, we've got to put a good performance here to cement this uh, this conference title? Yeah. So we definitely started the day not exactly knowing where we stood um, throughout the rest of the competition of if we would, you know, come in first or if we'd end up in third. Um, I think every point matters. And we just found out the point difference right before our four by four, they actually announced it, but they hadn't put the shot put scores in yet. So um, we weren't exactly sure it was going to happen until we were actually on the track getting ready to run. So it was kind of like, we need to go out there and get as many points as we can. And obviously you got enough to to get the victory. When did the celebration begin? Did you, did you find out right after the four by 400 that, that uh, you had uh, sewn up the, the, the uh, title? Well, we were actually lining up on the track for the four by four when they announced that um, my teammate Katrina actually took first place in the shot put and that got us the points that we needed. And along with okay. our other teammates that also got us the points. You, you mentioned at the beginning of our, of our conversation that you're looking forward now to the outdoor season. How do mm-hmm. you, how do you uh, translate now from an indoor mindset to an outdoor mindset for your training and, and for your preparation? Is there any change in that regard? So we'll actually start uh, switching our practices up, but this was my first year doing indoor. So I feel like I had to, definitely changed my mental outlook for um for doing indoor this year but um i'm just excited to go get out there and outdoor and see what me and my teammates are possible of i understand that you're you're majoring in marketing and 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 after you uh, complete your collegiate degree uh what do you want to do with that that marketing do you want to be in athletic marketing or or where do you see yourself uh, going in in the realm of marketing yeah um luckily i'm not too set on my heart's not too set on specifying on something, but I would like to go into like a marketing department for a luxury fashion brand or even like athletic clothing, but definitely in the clothing realm. Okay. Well, Paige, congratulations uh, to Concordia. 
to you individually uh, on a tremendous first indoor season. You, I don't know if you could have done any better individually. And obviously the Cavaliers winning the indoor conference title. Well, you can't do any better than that, certainly. Good luck in your outdoor season. And, and maybe if I'm fortunate, we'll have the opportunity to have you back on and, and uh, see you having some continued success in the outdoor season as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, Paige. We really appreciate it. That's Paige Johnson joining us tonight. Concordia Women's Track Standout. No question about that. This is GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, your host, and I'm certainly glad to have you along. We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk a little bit about men's basketball. We're heading down the home stretch, getting set for the GNAC Championship Tournament. We're going to talk to somebody who's going to be on one of the teams that will be at the tournament. Northwest Nazarene's Aldoberto Diaz will join us when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. If I lose, I'll respond with respect. If I win... I'll back it up with humility. If I fail, I'll rise up with honor. Student athletes work hard to be at the top of their game. Don't undo their hard work with poor sportsmanship. Please show respect to student athletes, coaches, officials, and other fans. Respect is the name of the game. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And we're joined now by Aldoberto Diaz, Northwest Nazarene men's basketball senior forward. Aldoberto, thanks for joining us tonight. How's it going, Rob? Thanks for having me. Well, it's going good. I hope it's going well. Well, It's going well for you. You led NNU to a couple of victories last week over Concordia and Western Oregon, and you clinched the Nighthawks a spot in the GNAC championships. Certainly, you want more than just that, but was that nice to be able to cement that spot with uh, with some time left in the regular season? Uh, of course, you know last week was two huge wins that we that we had to get, and it's just we clinched the playoff spot. So I mean that's really good. We feel good right now. So yeah. Well, you must feel good because you had two great games. You had twenty-seven points, nine rebounds against Concordia and 22 and 7 rebounds against Western Oregon. When you look back on the season at least to this point, is that your best back-to-back games of the year? Um yeah, for sure. Those those two games have been the best uh since the two years I've been here, uh two uh, straight 20-point games and you know, it's it's nice to have those um help my team win and I'm just glad we got the we got the victory for sure. You also hit on better than 54% of your shots from the field for the week. Did Going into the week, did, did you just feel good? Did the shots seem to be falling in workouts and practice? Or, or what attributed to that great field goal percentage? I mean, I, I considered myself a shooter um, all my collegiate career and uh, practiced this stuff, the time uh, you put in working. Um, but, of course, yeah, you know, you get that. As a shooter, you get that oh, you feel good and you're not missing and stuff. So yeah, it was it was it was the work you put in plus you know feeling good and the trust the teammates had in me. You're having a great year overall. You're averaging 13 points and five rebounds a game this season for Northwest Nazarene. When you look at the team this year, as compared to the team a year ago, what makes this one different? What makes this team better? 
you know what? Yeah, last year we had we had the top two scorers in the conference. Uh, we were we were really good, but I think the comparison from last year's team to this team is that we play we play for each other. You know, we have we have a lot of guys that that are talented, but just putting all that time together and playing for each other and caring about each other and loving each other, I think that's that's the huge difference this year for sure. And our resiliency on defense, I think our defense is taking a from last year to this year it's taking a it's been better, you know, way better than what it was last year. How so and why? Uh I think guys I think ever ever since the beginning of the season, even before the season started, we wanted to be a defensive team. We wanted that to be our identity. So throughout practice, throughout this year, you know, we've been, we've we've had that that we wanted to be a defensive team and that to be our identity. So I think we're more focused now on defense than we were last year. Uh, last year, I think it was more of uh, offense winning us games, and this year it's more defense winning us games. So I think that's the difference from last year to this year for sure. Aldeberto Diaz from Northwest Nazarene joining us. NNU right now in a tie for second place with Western Washington. Each team, 12-6 and six conference marks, heading into the final week of the regular season. This week, Northwest Nazarene plays at Seattle Pacific on Thursday, St. Martin's on Saturday. Uh, talk about those two games coming up, what you expect those games to be like. What will the Nighthawks have to do to, to get wins in each of those contests? Uh, yeah, for sure. Thursday is a huge one for us, and I think it's um, as we prepare this week for Thursday, we're just we're just getting that game plan ready you now, getting ready, and um, we want that tiebreaker. We're tied right now with Western Washington for second place, so we wanna we wanna get ourselves into second place by ourselves and and hold to that number two seed. But I mean, Seattle Pacific is a very talented team. I know um, we we're gonna have to, uh, uh, like I said, play defense, um, make less mistakes. Uh, point out guys that we know that are their strength. And then for Saturday against St. Martin's, uh, we can't sleep on them um, either. You know, they're a really good team. They're well coached. So we just got to stay focused, uh, stay hungry, and just go out there and play. And all we got to do is execute our coaches, um, our coaches scout, and just, you know, be focused and play defense. Well, Alberto, I'm looking forward to shaking your hand at the at the GNAC tournament uh, over at Seattle Pacific in about a week now. Congratulations on a great week. Congratulations on what is being a great season for you and the Nighthawks and, and continued success. And, again, we'll, we'll have the opportunity to shake hands here in uh, about a week or so. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. That's Alberto Diaz joining us tonight from down in Napa, Idaho, at Northwest Nazarene University. Well, time for us now to take a quick trip around the GNAC. In Anchorage, Alaska, the Seawolves women's basketball team earned at least a share of the regular season title with an 83-76 win over Western Washington on Saturday. Senior guard Yasmin Gu was named the GNAC Player of the Week after she turned in a back-to-back career-high 16-point performances. Well, excelling on the court and in the classroom, Four GNAC basketball players were named to the Cosida Academic All-District 8 team. Western Washington senior forward Trevor Jasinski and Alaska Anchorage senior guard Jack McDonald, a former guest here on GNAC Insider, earned the honor on the men's side, while Northwest Nazarene guard Avery Albrecht and Alaska Anchorage junior forward center Tanae Voliva were selected on the women's side. In Riverside, California, Simon Fraser senior Scott Kerr 
earned the first GNAC Men's Golf Player of the Week award for the spring season. Kerr tied with Cal State San Marcos's Justin Verzich at three over par, but won a six-hole playoff to earn his second career individual title. In Billings, Montana, Billings, uh, uh, Montana State Billings, Daniel Cipriano was named the GNAC Baseball Player of the Week for the second straight week after he led the Yellow Jackets to a three-game sweep of Colorado Mines. He had 545 in the series, going 6-for-11 with eight runs, 10 RBI, a double, and three home runs, including a grand slam and a two-run double in Saturday's 21-to-11 victory. The Jackets scored 42 runs on the weekend and hit a total of 12 homers. And in Napa, Idaho, the Western Washington men's track and field team won the second straight GNAC indoor title, blowing away the rest of the field with 137 points. And the Concordia women's team won its first ever title with 128.33 points, edging out three-time defending champion Seattle Pacific. Full official results from that meet can be found on the GNAC website. Well, this is GNAC Insider. Well, let's see. We've talked about, well, a GNAC Hall of Famer. We've talked to a great women's track and field star, a standout men's basketball player. Now let's turn to the world of rowing. Yeah, competitive rowing. Andy Derrick from Seattle Pacific University will join us when GNAC Insider comes back at you right after this timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity. Not once, but twice. Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science. Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. As we now say, ahoy to Seattle Pacific head women's rowing coach, Andy Derrick. Is that appropriate to say to a rowing coach? Sure, why not? (laughs) Well, it was a nautical term there. Maybe it was a bit of a stretch. Andy, thanks for joining us here tonight. Uh, I've got to talk to you about, well, I'm I'm glad to talk to you because rowing is is a sport that uh, I don't know enough about but I always find myself gravitating to it during Olympic competitions and things like that, because I find the event just, it's just fascinating. The amount of strength, the amount of power, the amount of stamina 
that 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 rowing uh, that takes and the kind of athleticism that you need to to participate in the sport. We're having you on tonight because this is the GNAX inaugural women's rowing campaign, the, the inaugural women's rowing season. How much of a thrill is that for you to be part of this first effort? Oh, we're we're excited. Uh, all the teams are, are really honored to be the GNAX newest newest sponsored sport and uh, uh, are excited to compete for, for our first conference championship. Uh, just like a lot of our other student athletes and other sports have been doing for a number of years. And, and I know our student athletes are, are really excited to compete for the same trophy and then uh, hopefully carry the conference name uh, forward to the NCAA championship. Is it special for women's rowing to now become the 17th championship sport in the GNAC? You know, it it really is. Like I mentioned, uh, it's it's something that um, you know our student athletes on on all the different campuses can can relate to their fellow student athletes uh, in other sports on a on a really close peer level. Um, and it's uh, it's something that um, is not all that common in, in within our division. And we're the only only the second conference in in Division Two to to sponsor the sport. Um, the other being the Sunshine State down in Florida. And uh, for us to, to do so, I think, provides a, an incredible opportunity and, and recognition for our student-athletes that work, like you said, very, very hard. I think Washington State as a whole probably has a little more of a rowing culture than, than maybe some other uh, states do, and, and you're a perfect example of it. You're a former rowing standout at the University of Washington. Anybody who's lived in the Puget Sound area knows that the the Huskies have had a a strong and a proud rowing tradition there for years and years and years. What got you into the sport? Um, Well, originally from Ohio, I did what all good Ohio high school um, people do and played football. And, um, but I needed something to keep me in shape, uh, in the spring and found rowing and very quickly fell in love with the sport and, um, uh, you know, kind of took off from there and eventually decided to hang up the cleats and, and it took me all the way out to the West coast and to the university of Washington. You know, it's, and I hadn't thought about this till, uh, I knew you were coming on the program tonight. I, ha- I had a friend of mine and this goes back a, a number of years but he was a, he was a basketball player at a Seattle high school, and he was you know about six four, uh, and he actually got recruited by the University of Washington rowing team. Ultimately, he decided not to do that, and he actually ended up playing for for a GNAC team up at Western Washington for a number of seasons uh, on the basketball court. But saying that, what makes a good rower? How do you go out now and when you're looking for uh, individuals to be part of the the Falcons rowing program. Not all of them are going to be found in a boat. What makes a, a good prospect? Definitely not. There's there's obviously some 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 of the more obvious uh, traits being the physical traits. Tall is generally considered a, a real plus, and uh, tall and lean, you know, um, to to be, have a little bit longer of a stroke. But the the mentality is is sort of that thing that's harder to harder to gauge right away. So um, people with a, a similar um, athletic background usually make a quicker uh, transition to the sport. So an, an endurance athlete, a long-distance swimmer, cross-country runner, something like that, 
um, might have a little bit easier of a time transitioning and a little bit more success than, say, a volleyball player or a basketball player who may really physically look the part, but um, it's just to uh, compare an apples to oranges. So both can be really successful, but um, some of the traits are, are a little more obvious than others. And not that, and, and you and I know, uh, we've been around a number of athletes for a number of years, certainly, and every sport has its level of camaraderie and has its level of teamwork. But when you're trying to propel a boat that a body of water as fast as possible, does that team weight, teamwork coordination, is that more imperative in, in, in rowing than maybe in some other sports? Sure. There's, there's definitely, uh, you know, a, a sense uh, and a, a nickname in terms of rowing being the ultimate team sport. And there's probably a reason why it's on, uh, you know, we, they choose rowing pictures as the, uh, the uh, picture for some of those motivational posters and whatnot. But you're, you're really not going to succeed as an individual, um, uh, but you're, you're only going to succeed by, by being a part of a crew. Um, and, and that, that, in itself is, is extremely appealing to a lot of people um, to do it, you know, um, with, with their teammates. Uh, I know it was for me. What's, and Seattle Pacific has had rowing for, I, I frankly, I don't know, but it's been part of the, the Falcons uh, athletic culture for a long time now. What is the culture of rowing there and and what are you building on? How are you trying to continue to build that tradition? Sure. We are actually uh, uh, coming up on 50 years of one form or the other and uh, of having rowing on our campus. And, and so it's it's um, had, you know, lean years and it's had really strong years, but we're really proud of that tradition. And as far as the direction we're going right now, we've really um, spent – few years uh reorienting some of our goals and making sure we're up snuff in certain areas and uh and you know getting that team culture that's that's going to take us um back and and hopefully to the to the top of of our conference and and our division but um that's going to take a lot because we've got a very deep uh very deep conference and uh um a very competitive division as as the uh um teams out there are just continuously getting faster since since the NCAA sponsored the sport in 1997. Yeah. Andy Derrick, Seal Pacific University rowing coach joining us. The first ever GNAC rowing championships, I understand, is going to be in May at a place called Lake Natoma, which is down in Gold River, California. I'll be honest with you, my, my geography of Gold River, California is a tad bit limited. What do you know about Lake Natoma? <laughs> Sure, it's a it's a great course. It's uh, it's about thirty minutes outside of Sacramento. It's uh, it's one of the better courses in the in the country and has hosted the national championship on numerous occasions. Um, one of the really uh, exciting things about our conference championship is that it is being held in conjunction with the Pac-12, West Coast Conference, and the American Conference all the same weekend at the venue. So it's going to be a pretty uh, exciting and um, unique experience for our student athletes well andy i i've been i've enjoyed talking to you i certainly hope we have the opportunity to talk again maybe after a gnac championship this coming may are you gonna have the opportunity to pop your head in and watch the gnac basketball tournament there at uh, brome pavilion next week absolutely we're looking forward to it 
Well, listen, I want you to come by. I want to shake hands with you, give you a slap on the back, and maybe if you would, I'd, I'd take a look at one of the one of the one of the rowing uh, rowing uh, skulls that you have down there. Would love to. And if you uh, have a week to stick around, we're hosting Western Washington and um, Central Oklahoma the the following weekend. Wow, that would be great to see. Well, Andy, thanks for making time for us tonight. And again, we'll talk again soon here on GNAC Insider, okay? Perfect. Thanks so much for having me. Andy Derrick joining us tonight from Seattle Pacific University. Well, let's now take a look ahead at what's going to happen this week in the GNAC. going to be a wild week in men's basketball, no question. Western Washington and Northwest Nazarene both clinched spots in the GNAC championships last week. But three spots are still up for grabs as Western Oregon, Alaska Anchorage, Alaska, Central Washington, and Simon Fraser are still in the hunt heading into the final week of the season. There are still two more spots to be filled in the GNAC Women's Basketball Championship field. Central Washington is in position to claim the fifth seed, while St. Martin's and Montana State Billings are fighting for the sixth spot as the two teams are tied with nine and nine conference records. Well, conference play is already here for GNAC baseball. Central Washington will host a doubleheader against Northwest Nazarene on Friday to get things started. The top two teams in the conference will also square off in Monmouth as Western Oregon hosts defending GNAC champion Montana State Billings. The softball conference schedule will also open this weekend as Western Washington and Simon Fraser will take turns hosting each other in a four-game series on Saturday and Sunday. In Seattle, Seattle Pacific will host the SPU final qualifier at the Dempsey Indoor Center. Members from all GNAC track and field teams will be in attendance. The NCAA Division II Indoor Track and Field Championships will be hosted at the Birmingham, Alabama Crossplex March 13th and 14th. Now remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find stats, news, statistics, and anything you want to find out about the GNAC. Also, connect with us through social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GNAC Sports. We're going to wrap up tonight's 200th episode of GNAC Insider. We'll do that right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. It just 
kind of struck me during that last commercial break. GNAC Insider number 200 tonight. And how fortunate I have been to be a part of of, uh, many, many, many of those uh, previous uh, 199 episodes. I'm very fortunate to be able to come and talk to you each week at your home wherever you may be listening to this podcast to talk about the great stories of the great Northwest athletic conference. And it's, it's a, it's an honor. I want to thank Dave Hagland for again, giving me the opportunity to, to be the host of this show this year. I hope I'm able to continue this for many, many years into the future, but it can't be done without the, the help of a, a tremendous producer that we have each and every year in Cajo Akau is doing a great job this year, and he deserves a tremendous amount of credit for this year's GNAC Insider. And this 200th show, it's always going to be a little bit special to me, and I want to thank our guest tonight, Andy Derrick, Seattle Pacific head women's rowing coach, for joining us, Aldoberto Diaz from the Northwest Nazarene men's basketball team, Paige Johnson, Concordia women's track and field standout, and Blake Tim, GNAC assistant commissioner for communications, and newly to be inducted into the COSIDA, College Sports Information Directors of America Association Hall of Fame, a well-deserved honor to him. That makes this show really special to me. What also makes it special is that you've joined us tonight, and I do hope that you will do so again one week from tonight, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time, as we start heading towards number 300 of GNAC Insider, episode 201 next week. We'll talk to you then. Until next Tuesday, I'm Robert Lowry. Thanks for joining us. Consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.